let's try it again so we're going to be talking about networking today so let's take it from the top and just talk about basically first you know kind of what is networking in the sense in itself so first when we talk about networking no i mean cybersecurity sorry we're talking about cybersecurity today Really cybersecurity basically in the early days it was people just you know basically in the 60s what they would do it's by individuals with advanced programming skills so basically in the 60s it was these people with early programming skills so they had advanced programming skills and they would just use those to their advantage but then it became Hackers trying to hack these dial-up phones, you know, modem phones in the 80s. That was a big thing. So, you know, you really get the gist that really hackers, and then also they used to call some of them crackers. Like, you know, crackers used to be the word for hackers. And then hacking used to be like the good people, the people that would, you know, the good guys. So, you know, you can kind of see it that way as, you know, early days of crackers. The good guy, and so you know, you really get to the point where you're like, okay, yeah. So, let's go on to the next thing because now you know, you're okay. So, next, there are domains. So, we have these domains. So, domains are a collection of data, basically. So, it'd be like Google. Now, yeah, we use Google, you can, they're a domain, they use a bunch of, they're like a Google search, they have a bunch of different apps you can use with that, incorporated with that, so, you know, it's just something to look for, and they use a lot of that stuff, and make it all good, because, you know, well, basically, Google, many people search it every day, so, you probably use it to search every day, and you just think, so it collects a bunch of data on that user. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about domains is that collection of data being collected and stored. So about and you probably do it every day yourself. Also, Facebook is considered to be that too. It's so Facebook. Millions of people go on a Google search and you can search up how many users use it every day. You'd be surprised how many people use it every day. Like I think it's two point three two when I last looked. 232,000 US citizens use it, and then 1.8 billion worldwide use it. You can see that that's a lot of people, and you can also click and see. You can also, also, you could click on it and see how many users actually, you know, when you think about it, they also would um, use it to what they use it for, but you'd have to pay for that, so. That matter, you wouldn't want to. But it's a big, like Facebook, millions of people use it to search every day and just post stuff about whether it be, you know, politics, you know, whatever comes up, you know, just daily life, you know, things like that. Fitness, you know, whatever you want us to talk about, they post a lot of things on there. So, a lot of, you know, they come, you know, a lot of stuff, so. Also, LinkedIn is another one. You can use it for business, like finding, you know, you know, posting like a job thing or something like that. That's what it's used for, but 
get the thorn. Because that's just a thing. A thing like it. But also, Facebook is geared towards just showing you what you want to see. Like, that's one of the different things about social media that I've noticed in the past couple of years. They'll basically just show you stuff you want to see. You know, they're, they're gearing it towards things you want to see. Like, instead of showing you things that may be different, you know. And they could also be considered... You know, data domains because they create, they collect data. You know, that's, I mean, they could be considered because they're basically collecting a bunch of data on the user. And also, your phone probably like, your phone tracks you like every day, like your location, you know, stuff like that. Your phone's collecting data on you sometimes, you know. You might not even notice you do it because it's just something that happens every day, and you might just think, "Oh, it's just normal." But you know, okay. So you know, you think about that. Thinking, how many times you kill your phone probably like with you a lot of your day. So when you're killing your phone around a lot of your day, picking up data on you. So that's just something to think about, and I'm gonna get that now. So domain has many meanings, but. Alright, so the expanded domain. So the experts have a domain. Billions of people. So you think, so we're going back on the Google thing again. Millions of people use it. Like you use Google Drive, Google Maps, you know. You could see in like Google Classroom for school, like Google Meets. You know, you use a lot of different programs on Google, like Google Calendar, another one. Just to name a few. I could probably name more, but that's just where we're gonna leave it for now. Because, oh, or YouTube, another another powerful app by Google. Yeah, you watch videos on YouTube every day, probably. You probably don't realize, you know, don't name, but it, but that's thing. So you know, that's something think about. So you know, all right. Facebook is another problem domain, but experts recognize that people create personal. So people create personal accounts every day and share things every day. You make a post, people millions of your friends like it, you know, that kind of thing. You like and post every day, so that's a thing, a domain that you're using every day that you probably never think, oh man, I'd be using that domain every day, but, you know. But the domain people to connect. But they ultimately connect in ways that Facebook affects millions of lives and those you know, organizations communicate with people in a more personal focused manner. So basically, what they can do is they can personalize what you view towards you. Basically, what I was talking about earlier. They gear it towards what you want to see. Like the post you might want to see. They, they base it on what you like and what you comment on, basically. To figure out how should I best gear towards what they're going to see. It's kind of like an algorithm. In a sense, they do that. LinkedIn is another one of those domains that you 
probably use every day, but don't know you good. Well, LinkedIn is just basically a domain that you know it's basically a domain where you create jobs and you can post what you you like job info is something you post on there. Many different things like that. In that sense. So in that sense it's kind of like a lot of simple going out there. You can probably post a lot of stuff on there every day and just you know. Okay. But that's for jobs and like basically you post your hobby and personal schedules and stuff like that on there and just different things like that. You post on there so you post your and like locations basically you post info about you. Your jobs, your hobbies, what you do and that kind of thing. On there and Looking for people you so you know you're gonna well, every day you're using it and you probably don't know. So yeah, let's go to them. And they can communicate with their customers and employees and blah blah. The goal of the cyber domains is basically basically it's where geospatial information such as internet things to your family, they can provide up-to-date location, vehicles, and materials of energy. But basically what they do is they collect data on you, weather, time. It's just a lot of data that gets covered. Like, your phone is probably, like I said earlier, your phone is probably tracking you every day. Because you're using location, your GPS and stuff like that is tracking. So there's a lot of information going on every day. So, something to think about. We're using it every day and it's all every day. Okay. But new technology and reduce safety risk. Potentially the enable cybersecurity kernels to gain access. So the data game every day, so use my cyber criminals every day and probably don't know. That's a good thing. Take it off. So, yeah, I thought about that myself. And so, yeah. Alright, next one. Who are these? So, who are basically, who are these cyber criminals? We, or the cyber, who are these cyber people? That we, these, these people we have to watch out for. Basically, we got these types of hackers that you know, we talk about. So when we talk about different types of hackers, we have to. They're basically amateurs. Those are basic people that don't really know. They're, they're like script kiddies or people who have very little experience in hacking, and they don't really. They basically might just use it to gain, to see what they could do. Some people are just curious about others. Just try to demonstrate, see see what they can do with their skills they may have. They may not have a lot of skills, but they're just trying to see what they can do with, with the skills they have. So basically they're trying to figure out 
Okay, what can I do with the skills we have? On the internet, so what kind of crime, what kind of, I can kind of do with the skills I have? So, then we have hackers. These are the criminal, these are the guys who break into the computer. They try to do the most damage there. They can do devastating things to the computer and... So, they're really the bad guys of the internet, so you have to watch out for them. And just make sure when we talk about them... We do it in a safe. And so basically, they try to give permission, break in, and receive information on tests. But there are three types of hackers. First, we have these white hackers. These, no, first, we have the black hackers. These are the people who violate, you know, computer network security. So they try to break in and do the crime, you know, and stuff. So they're the guys who try to break in and do the crime, you know, so that. They'll really try to hack in. Break in, get get crimes and stuff like that. They do the most harm. Turn that work in the computer because they go in, hack and steal information on you, and try to make so it stop your computer from working. Then we have cray hackers, which are basically. Somewhere in the middle, you know, there's somewhere in the middle, and what they'll do is they'll, you know, basically what they'll do is they'll try to see, they might commit a crime, they might do something bad, like get into a computer either intentionally or unintentionally, but then they'll, they'll compromise the information. But then they'll go out and say, oh, here's what I did, you know, here, I did this crime, where I got this information, I probably shouldn't have, and they'll disclose what they did, basically. So, not as bad, but, you know, they'll still do harm, but, you know, it's not working, so, that's something to think about. Then we have white hackers, which are the good guys, they basically try to use their skills to figure out how to fix things and how to fix the system and basically how to make it better like if you start to steal a TV or something like that you know computer how, just tell me how I do it how to do it and then to fix the system see what's going on how, how you tell me how you got the computer and install it and whatever so then they can fix the system so I'm you know, that. but next we have yeah all right since I'm a criminal motive so and they first they have script kitty with their inexperienced hackers. It was typically not so basically it wasn't done for money. They don't try to make money. Then you have vulnerability. These are people these are usually great hackers who attempt to discover exploits and report them to vendors sometimes for prizes or rewards. Then we have hacktivists, which are people who uh, put this different boy. Social ideas. Hacktivists pull 
Government organization government by posting articles, leaking sensitive information. Basically, it's like the political stuff going on, you know. Now, could be probably put into this. I don't know. I don't know if we all this. So, basically, it was like the 2016. Yeah, I won't get into that another time, but yeah, that's basically what it was. It's reportable. So, you know, and they try to. Uh, no, that's good. Not good. Then we have cyber criminals. These are the people, or black hackers who are either self-employed or working for large. Each year, for selling billions of dollars from computers and businesses. So basically, these cyber criminals could be scammers or whatever, trying to get information, money out of people. So you know, like, you try to do that. Money in that, they'll do it. And then that gets all the way up into the next one. Not well, Great. Then we have state sponsor, which is depending on the person. These are either white hackers or black hackers who steal government intelligence and target foreign government. Terroristic Well, basically, yeah. Then we. Yep. Alright, so now let's go. Next one. So why do we become cybersecurity? First, we do it because you get a lot of money for doing it. That's one reason you become cybersecurity. Wow, then why we? That's probably why you probably do anything for the money. You know, why you become a teacher? Why you become a, you know just <laughs> something? Then you challenge your career. It's challenge. So you get difficult career. You might get to learn fear. Highly potential career, meaning there are lots of jobs out there for cybersecurity because we need them right now. It's all the stuff going on. We, we kind of need these cybersecurity people right now more than ever. We need cybersecurity people, you know, to do the job and get the keep people safe on the internet, you know. So that's why you would do it. So, yeah, that's one another reason you might you know, fix doing it because you want to. And another reason is service to the public. You might be doing a service to the general public by doing it. So that's another reason. Like, Chris Crabs would be another one of those examples of people doing a service. Alright. Next. Yeah. So, and also. And also, cybersecurity is changing everything. So, you, you have different clients and different things you can keep people safe with. So, it's just a challenge to that way, too. But yeah, that's a good thing to remember. Okay. The wording of cybersecurity. So, first, you have the national common. Vulnerability, so creating comprehensive data known as establishing warning and system monitoring. Starting a cybersecurity intelligence information. So basically, what these are is first you create a comprehensive database to identify attackers' attempts to exploit vulnerabilities. So to use those to use vulnerability threats, so 
you can change and make it more secure, basically. That's what I was going to go. Yeah. Then we have establishing a warning system then has been a network. So basically these are target or create imposters look like high value. Target these high value do attack. So make sure you know what attacking also and then also and then definitely information to all of these so yeah basically there's a bunch of different standards you could use for that so oh, I'm getting a little later. then we have common threats to end users so what are these when a threat is possible harm will happen to assist you when a threat is possible or harm this is that for example if information gets into the wrong hands of people who shouldn't have it that's basically what we have is two different types people getting in with access access information so it's basically cybersecurity is all about who you give access to and what permissions that's basically what cybersecurity comes down to in the sense of things because I might get you know and sometimes it's people going into a company that you know, maybe you shouldn't have had access to a certain file or something like that. You know, that's just kind of one, you know, one way you kind of see that. But uh, next is, uh, next one is types of personal records. So we have types of personal records. Data on a computer device, like your personal computer device. Stuff on the computer. That is one example of this type of data is computer data. You know. You know, you do it. Example of this. And your medical records, that's basically going to the doctor, information on that, health and physical stuff, you know, st stuff like that. You may have your medical records on there. Employment, like you, that could be a social security, like, that's why they would want that, because they might have information like that. That's why hackers might want that. You know, then, you know also they have, and then you have. Information online, like your online info, and then your identity, education data. That might be like where you went to school, and your financial data. That's your like that might be tax stuff. That's internet service. So basically, this internet service. They first they packet sniff to capture data. Since that means they all sensitive data passwords, credit cards, access work by monitoring and recording all information coming across the Criminals can also use these devices such as unsecured Wi-Fi access points to the criminal. That's up the wire. So basically, so basically, people may go on to a network. I've seen a lot of these dopey emails like Scooby Dooby Doo email or coffee shop email. But they set it up to look legit. No, they'll set it up with a name that'll entice people to go in and, you know, get that information from them. They might sign into that, that the wrong, you know, sort of Wi Fi and then 
But then you know what happens next, you get hacked. So basically you get hacked by that, and so, you just don't think about. And domain name service translates your domain name to an IP address. But with DNS proofing or caching, they put weakness in software to reach. So sometimes they'll go in and change the domain, they'll find a weakness and they'll change the domain. They go to a different site where you'll get hacked. They'll set it up so when the user goes on to that computer or that site, instead of going to the real website they're supposed to be going to, they'll end up getting hacked because that's what they do. That's what cybersecurity will do. They'll go in and try to. No, that's what that's what not cybersecurity, but that's what hackers try to do. Packet transport. Four-year packet. Action interferes with established network communication by packets. Zero. They're part of the communication. Packet for you allows criminals to disrupt or no packet. The process is hijack authorized connections and liability to use certain network services. So it's kind of like a man in the middle attack. Yeah, that's one thing. That's the key industry. Or they need to be stuck from that. Prove that cyber attack could be successfully destroyed. On the critical service. So basically, there actually is a website where if you think you have ransomware or something, you go there and it basically will fix it so you get rid of it. And you never have to pay for the fine or whatever. That's a big thing, you know, on the networks and the scheme of things. And it was just kind of weird, but. You know how that all goes down. So let's go next thing. Over the last thing, it's every attack to bring down interrupt telecommunication or civil power generation system. So basically, you get the point. Threat to people's rights. Cyber security is ongoing to protect networks. The ongoing effort to protect networks and data from unauthorized access. Everyone needs a safeguard for their. Employees responsible for the effect the organization. So basically, you need cybersecurity to keep people safe on the internet and keep their information safe. Because nobody wants to be hacked. You know, nobody wants to be, you know, have hacks and be hacked. So you know, NSA is intelligence surveillance and built new things. And so you see, they built. U.S. Business Phone Records and Bulk Programs to give that information. See, so basically, yeah. Internal and external threats. So internal would be employees. Like, you know, those would be employees. Outsiders might be hackers. You know, interact trusted partners might be internal threats. So how they, they can mishandle data threaten internal servers, facilitate attacks by USB. So people inside the company might know more because they might know how things work in that company. So they may be just, or it could be amateurs that could be, you know, another internal or come within an organization. Does employee or partner act or can accidentally or intentionally? So they could do it intentionally or they could do it accidentally. You know, hack someone's computer. And so that would be, you know. 
So yeah. Mm -hmm. Traditional data corporation. The external threats from amateurs or attacks and point vulnerabilities. So that basically, yeah. Let me talk about it. Corporate data includes personal information. Personal data, payroll, angle financial data. So in the past, employees have used issues with plans to monitor these here's such as smartphones. Bring your own device. The, abil the ability to potentially manage and update mobile devices for the going threat to organization. The emergence of the Internet of Things. So basically you have the Internet of Things. What is it? It's the manage all connections and the cloud sometimes can be a thing where people you know get hacked because they're kind of like going to this cloud and then that kind of brings it into I don't know. Into like you know I don't like the stuff. So yeah. The volume of data, the velocity of data and the variety. Big data, large, complex, traditional applications. Most challenging opportunities based in three dimensions. The volume of data, the velocity, and the variety. The various corp big corporate hacking news. I'm going to dug it. Email hype with the exact. So basically these big companies get hacked because they have big data. Using advanced weapons. Probably the one we would today. I have programming mistakes, protocol vulnerabilities. These cyber nearly has to exploit one of these. For example, common attacks. It's input a program, it's advertising making it malfunction. Right? So it's a backdoor, like kind of into the program. They could also go through the backdoor. Algorithms can track system self reporting data, like how much energy the computer is using. Like you ever see how much energy and what it's energy. Sometimes they may try to attack by over going over the amount of memory they can have or something like that. I've seen. Like they use more memory than really can allocate for that computer, so that's finally the generation of attackers. Oh, it's like in the past attackers it's like low hanging most Vulnerable victim with the greatest intentions, but you know, they cannot risk early detection. This is close the gate, they want more sophisticated attacks. You get broader scope and cascade effects. So, leading uh, identity managed enterprise to let them in. So, the federally identified, federally identified link in just electronic. For example, the subject may be able to log on to you with Google. And Yahoo with Google or Facebook credentials. This is an example of social logging. The goal of federated identity management is to share identity information automatically across castle boundaries. This means a single sign into the web. Meaning basically you use your Facebook or your Google account to log into different things. 
get any information numbered. So we got that. So safety implications, emergency calls, 911, That's a basically, you know, thing. It's voice over IP. These call centers also get risk for students that also may be flooding. Available. They also, nowadays, do quest 911 help with using a app on a smartphone to using home So basically, there's different ways. Hutton security recognized by. Watch is different now because you only get into that only. And the national. It's the greatest threat to the least potential. Countries across the world are more aware of the crime. High school students could gain access to systems. So basically, you know, where defense and cybersecurity starts coming from. You could just be a high school student doing it. Addressing shortages. Security specialists, so that's another thing. Manager workforce, you know, we have those. Analyze oversight, yep. Professional organizations like SOOT, SC2, Infos, and those are just some. Severity, security, student organizations, and competitions, maybe like Skills USA. You'll say we challenge you. Skills USA is a big one, you know. Okay. Well let's just get back to the other thing we were talking about. So yeah, those are just some. Industry CompTIA, Tia Easy Hack Sans this. ISC, I, okay. Those are just some of the certifications. Cisco certifications, they got different ones. How to become a Skype security, well, study, you pursue, you know, certifications, internships. You know, can we get opportunities on the road? Alright, so that's the end of that. So, you know, we got through a lot of that. Basically, and only. Thirty-five minutes. Well, I don't. Oh, yeah. Mm. Alright. Thanks for listening to this, you know, for it.